0: Okay. He today.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is an emergency broadcast for the Pod Street Bullies. Folks, my name is Derek.
0: And I am John Surprise Everybody.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're still coming at you the same day, but you know. We, we decided that this was newsworthy, and we needed to talk about it a bit here
0: We've kind of decided it was news- de- worthy the past few days, but neither of us have really been available
1: yeah, it's Father's Day weekend we've been spending some time with our fathers John's obviously a father, so he's spending time with his loved ones as well you know it's tough it's yeah. a tough weekend
0: before we before we go any further, I'd like to say a happy Father's Day to everybody, and I'd like to actually dedicate this to the PSN fathers, especially the uh, Flyers team, Jamie Baskow and Matt Martin. Um, so happy Father's Day, everybody.
1: Yes, happy Father's Day to every father out there, every mother who's acting as a father as well. More power to you doing two people's jobs. But anyways, the news we got to get to. Folks, something's happened. Radko Goodis. <laughs> Has been traded to Washington for Matt Niskanen. Um, exciting, I guess you could say that. I mean, what do you think, well, John?
0: <laughs> I mean, well, we say emergency podcast, but we've had a little bit of time to marinate on this. I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure you're you're with me on this. The initial reaction was, "What the? Boop. Yeah. Like, I just, I think the optics on it didn't make sense, right?"
1: Mm-mm. Uh- Absolutely not. I'm sorry. You caught me off guard there. It's I mean, you look at it uh Niskanen's making 5.75 million dollars a year. 32 yep. years old. His stats have been slowly uh, ascending. Like it, it not ascending. I'm sorry. Descending. I know and, what you mean, yeah. Yeah. His stats haven't gotten any better over the years and they've been declining since the 13-14 season, I believe, his last season with Pittsburgh. And you're paying right. the guy five point seven five million dollars this year and next. Gudis was making three point three five for just this right. year. Um, Gudis was arguably our most consistent defender this past year, but he's not better than a bottom pairing guy, which we've come to accept.
0: Right. I mean, and I think that and you and me have talked about it before. I think that that's where it comes to the Flyers fans grew to appreciate Goodis more than he really was producing on the ice. You know, he he made for some great NHL locker room videos, you know, a couple of WTF moments at practice. But he wasn't anything more than a bottom pairing guy.
1: Yeah. And those guys, you know. They don't necessarily grow on trees, but they're a lot more common than a top-pairing guy, you know?
0: Right. Well, when you say Gutis is your best defender, there's a problem, right? Yeah,
1: and there's a difference between best and most consistent, I should say. Right. Yeah, true. Um, We all know our best defender at this point, Um, but, like, talking consistency, he was consistently decent for us. I guess that's right. probably the best way to put it. Um, but with Niskanen going to Washington, uh, we are getting Matt Niskanen, who's played for Pittsburgh, played for Washington. In his heyday, Matt Niskanen was a very good defenseman. Top pairing minutes. The guy averaged over the past five years, he's averaged just shy of 23 minutes on ice every night. Mm-hmm. Um, great soaking up minutes. You know that, That's great for a top four guy. But the problem... I have, and I believe you as well, that's, we're, we're retaining 30% of Gutis' contract, which is a million, just shot, just over a million dollars.
0: You know, even, and I know we're going to get into it more because we're talking about a separate thing, but even after buying out McDonald's, it's still head-scratching that we had to retain salary.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I it, just it's shocking. Yeah. You know, and maybe that's the stipulation that got this deal done. But like, right. when you think about it, Hextall could have gotten a better deal, in my opinion.
0: <laughs> I, I just think, I, I I think first of all, I would have rather him thrown in like a what a sixth round pick or something than retaining salary. Yeah, but you and me, you and me have talked about it off the air. Like, you don't know the market for these guys. I mean, everybody wants Truba or Subban or whatever you know. But like, you don't know what the other teams are asking for, and clearly, Fletcher valued this guy. I mean, they apparently have been after him for a little bit of time, right?
1: Yeah, Fletcher said he's had his eye on him for a while now.
0: Yeah, I mean, and they're not expecting him to be top two guy. They want him to come in and school the young defenseman. And look at his track record, man. I mean, he's won, what, one Stanley Cup or did he win one with Pittsburgh too?
1: He won one with Pittsburgh too, I believe. Him and, him and Orpik yeah. were on the same line, and they were a pretty good line because they were like late mid to late 20s. They were in their heyday, man.
0: Right. I mean, you know, and singing glory days is only going to get you so far, but clearly Fletcher values it.
1: Yeah. And, and I, I think, wouldn't have
0: had a problem with the trade if it wasn't for the retaining salary.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, everybody puts such an emphasis with McDonald on the veteran presence, and that's mm. great But your production on the ice needs to offset that as well. You need to play to your role. And McDonald just didn't do that. Niskanen, I think, is capable of it. But we have yet to see that because we haven't seen him in the orange and black just yet.
0: Right. I mean, and if you're looking at a top four, Proverov, Sandheim, and Niskanen, however you want to pair them or whatever, um, that ain't that bad.
1: There's much worse out there. I know that. <laughs> right. Yeah. But to get to the next news that we just foreshadowed a bit, finally, and I, I'm going to channel my inner Rock Johnson, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, finally, Andrew McDonald's been bought out. This has been a long time coming. Let's be honest. Right. You know, it's exciting. We're all excited. Everybody's excited. Everybody's on Twitter like, Andrew McDonald's gone. Yay. Woohoo. Yeah. It's awesome. It is. I but- feel bad. I feel bad for the guy. That was my next point. I agree. It's it sucks. The guy was a nice guy, and yeah, you can say nice guys, you know, but he sucks at hockey. But you well, feel listen for the to guy. Me.
0: Listen to me. I don't care. You know, you, me, whatever. Joe Schmo, you suck at hockey. Somebody gives you what five million a year to play. You're gonna go okay. So you're yeah. gonna give give this guy a hard time because someone overvalued him. Yeah, it's I not mean, his fault. granted. Granted, I was there too. I couldn't stand seeing this guy screw things up. But it wasn't his fault that someone overvalued him. He was just a you know bottom-pairing seventh demon, and we decided to make him a top-four guy.
1: I believe that – I could be wrong here, but I believe that the McDonald deal, the extension that they signed after acquiring him from New York, was Holmgren's last contract that he gave out. Was it? I think so. And, to, and then they hired Ron Hextall. So that was kind of like Holmgren's parting gift. Like, thanks, Homer. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> um, but he's gone. The cap situation is interesting right now because right now, you look at this year. Niskanen right. is on the books for 5.75. Yep. 5. You add the extra million, so that's 6.75. Yep. McDonald was making five, five and 5.5.5. And now we're only five, paying him... million dollars this year and 1.9 next so ultimately we just added about five over five million dollars in cap to get niskanen essentially
0: okay Um, we added
1: yes that's that's five extra million dollars on the books right now because of the moves that have been made this past couple days okay
0: but but you've subtracted McDonald.
1: Yes. Well, McDonald, that's, well, let's see here. That's four. Basically we're saving $4 million and then actually no. So we, it's only about an extra million, maybe a little under a million dollars. My apologies. My math's a bit off.
0: So <laughs> we've got, we've got under a million dollars more than when we, we have, had McDonald, but didn't have Niskanen. Is that what you're telling me?
1: We have under a million dollars less now that we've made these moves. Less. Yes. Which, Wait, but it's less more? I mean, let's be honest. My biggest concern right now is signing these RFAs, and I don't think that signing all three of them is going to get us to you know the cap ceiling.
0: So, Derek, I'm completely lost here. You've lost me. Are we better off now, or are we not better off?
1: I think we're better off.
0: I don't care about the skill thing. I'm talking about just the money. We have we have more room, more cap space, or less cap space?
1: It's difficult because we're paying Niskanen more than Gudis, almost twice as yep. much as Gudis, but for twice as long as well. McDonald, we're paying less, but twice as long as well as Niskanen. Um, right. In the long run, we're better off, I think. Um, because McDonald, we would have owed $5 million for this year, and now we only owe him a total of $3 million but it's spread over two years. So, hey, so be it. It's just an extra, just about $2 million next year, which so be it, you know?
0: Yeah, I'm, we need one of those numbers people in the background that only talk when we need numbers.
1: Yeah, we need a crew that can fix this stuff for us because our math might not be off or it might maybe be that, off.
0: <laughs> maybe that could be the same person who can give us the Niskanen jerseys and
1: then Noah Rod jersey too. Yeah,
0: sure' so we're, we're still
1: do. accepting – uh, DMs for that as well. <laughs> um, but, so, you know, it, my, and you know what, I want to touch on this real quick too, and I want to get your thoughts as well. Sure. Um, this Niskanen deal for Gudis. Yep. The Flyers just helped out a division rival that's a consistent top three finisher in the Metro with their cap okay. situation. Yep. Gudis comes off the books at the end of this year. They get a two million at $2, $2. million, 2, 2.4 million dollar discount this year. And then, Basically, they would have had to pay Niskanen 5.75 next year. Now they don't have to do that. and They're not even paying Gudis. The Flyers helped out Washington. What, what's the point behind that?
0: Well, I look at it this way. If you're not helping him out on the ice, I don't
1: really care. Okay, that's a good point.
0: I mean, yeah, you know, the money thing, whatever. Maybe they'll do something with the money that we'll wind up regretting it's not like we traded them Gostas bear, you know, we didn't help them out on the ice. And that would have been a big problem for me. We didn't do that. I'm okay with it.
1: Yeah. But they've got the bash brothers now, Tom Wilson and Raku Goudis. Well, good. So they're all going to be suspended for 40 games. Great. Good for them. We'll see more of the Hershey bears in the, in the NHL
0: now, (laughs) you know, man, and I'll be honest with you. Like, I get the whole Radko Gudis was a fan favorite. But at the same time, how many times did we just want to beat that guy to a pulp for the stupid crap he did? You the, know, I mean, stop! I, it just drives me crazy that people will go, oh, man, he was a favorite. All right. But at the same time, man, you hated him whenever he did something dumb.
1: Yeah, but that's a lot of the case with. People like Gudis around the league. People love them because they're great character guys, and that they they bring it night in and night out. But when they do those stupid things, like when Gudis, you know, tomahawked um, Kuch- Kucherov, when he tomahawked Kucherov, mm. like everybody's looking at him, like, "What are you thinking?" You know, that was stupid. But then you see how consistent he can be, and it's like, ah, oh, this is the Gudis we know. This is the Gudis we love. You know, and there's probably a player like that on every team. Let's be honest.
0: But when you factor in that you know that they're going to miss ten games this season because they're idiots, like I don't know, I call me a rarity, but I'm not really going to miss that. I liked, I liked Gudis the character, but at the same time, I I
1: don't know. I'm not really heartbroken over the fact that he's leaving. He's a ticking time bomb. Because we all know it's going to happen again. It's not as frequent as people like to make it out to be. But when it happens, the next time it happens, because he's a repeat offender, the suspension will probably be a hefty suspension. And that's something that Fletcher probably was like, you know what? I can rinse my hands of this and not feel guilty about it. Right.
0: Well, I mean, and how many Chuckle Nuggets injure their own star players?
1: I have a feeling that that was just like a, an accident. I don't think that was intentional, obviously, but you know, it still sucked. Like, I, I all right, well, how,
0: how many, okay, let me re- rephrase that. How many chuckle nuggets accidentally injured their star player?
1: All right, I got another question. Let's do, let's put this on the poll. What, what's a chuckle nugget? A chuck- <laughs> well, we're not
0: allowed to swear too often on the, <laughs> podcast so a chuckle nugget is a a, a human being with a lot of chuckle in their in their head
1: yeah i'll take it clearly that chuckle means something we yes. shouldn't say here all right that makes sense right <laughs> but no, i think that and and this might have factored in as well fletcher probably looked at that situation thinking gutis is probably going to end up doing something stupid again i don't want to deal with it so let's get right. rid of him if we've got to retain salary we've got to retain salary You know, yeah, Yeah, I can live
0: with it. I mean, I mean, this trade doesn't really have me jumping up for joy, but it doesn't have me crying either. No, it
1: it goes along with the saying that I've said that I've seen multiple people say this isn't a a move that moves the needle. This is a move that rearranges the furniture. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, maybe it's a necessary move. You know, someone sitting on the couch couldn't see the TV and now they can. <laughs>
0: but, I was just thinking the same thing. Just that, that glare in the window got to be a little too much.
1: Oh, uh, it's rough. Depending on the time, yeah, man. but yeah. Tough. Um, so with all these moves being made, you know, what, what do you think, which move do you think is going to have the biggest impact? McDonald not being on the ice or Niskanen being on the ice in place of Gudis?
0: Well, I don't think McDonald was going to be on the ice. Period. I think he would have just bar- been buried in Lehigh Valley.
1: But Vino um, loves I, the veterans. You're right. You're right. <laughs>
0: well, Niskanen seems to be a veteran. He's 32. I, I, I like to think that having Niskin in the board with the young defenseman is going to help them. I mean, I don't know what kind of production this guy's going to put, you know. But you, as a defenseman, you don't need to produce offense. If he can kind of hold his own and um, prevent stupid mistakes from taking place, you know, every once in a while he throws in an assist here or there, and he provides good advice to the young guys. I'm okay with it, man.
1: Give me 30 to 40 points. I'll be happy. Does he even rack up that much, 30 to 40? Well, here's the thing. Uh, You know, over the past five years, he's averaged about 31 points. But, okay. you know, the one year in sixteen seventeen, he had 39 points. This past year, he only had 25, which right. still more than any season Gutis has had over the past five years. And that includes his last with Tampa Bay. His highest point total came in sixteen seventeen with 23. Um, right. But like this year, he had 20 points, you know, and his point total seem to, they fluctuate year in and year out. Mm. You know, he went from five to 14 to 23, 16 to 20. Um and he's not a power play or a penalty kill guy, you know. Right. Whereas Niskanen has shown that every year he can average around like seven points on the power play, which for a defenseman is not too shabby. Right. I mean, well, the thing about Muzzin. Oh, wait,
0: sorry, Niskanen is. Um, he's not really going to be on the power play or the penalty. Oh, well, maybe the penalty kill. But he's not really. We don't need somebody on the uh, power play.
1: Right? Exactly. If we've got Ghost and Sanheim, in my opinion, Sanheim, I think we're good. Yeah.
0: No, I mean, the thing with Muzzin is, ah, shoot, Niskanen, I'm sorry, man. It's been Father's Day. I've been really busy, and I'm a little tired. Niskanen. Niskanen is, it's more of a veteran presence thing. I mean, I think that's what they viewed Gudis as, and uh, Niskanen just provides a little bit more
1: yeah, not to mention, Niskanen has averaged just over four minutes more time on ice than Gudis has. I mean, so right. that screams top four as opposed to bottom pair. Yeah. You know, and no. his I, I'm a little worried about the amount of giveaways he's got. Um, yeah. He averages like 70 giveaways. That's almost one per game, which, you know, okay, but, you know, I'd like to see that lower. Um, but the guy plays – damn near every game, you know, so I'm looking forward to it, he'll rack up assists, I know that, um, in my limited knowledge, you know, and and it, people will rag on this, but I'll say it right now, over the past five seasons, Niskanen's a plus 58, yeah, I mean, Gudis like, is a plus 11, <laughs>
0: I think when you're plus 58, it's a good thing. I don't care you know, if you're Stevie Me- Meat Haps, Heat Maps, holy moly.
1: Happy <laughs> Father's haps. Day.
0: <laughs> or anybody else. Uh, plus 58 is a good
1: thing. It's a hell of a lot better so, than negative 58.
0: <laughs> so, the, so the big question is, is he done on the blue line?
1: Fletcher is not Fle- done. What's he doing? He's gonna acquire someone better than Niskanen. It's gonna happen somehow. I don't know how. I really, honestly think that Truba and Spurgeon are off the table. However, there's one name that's been in the rumor mill. That he was in the rumor mill um, a few like a month or so ago. Not many people are talking about him anymore. But I really still think that there's a realistic opportunity for Fletcher to acquire a guy like PK Subban. I really do.
0: Well, here's the thing, though. You're doing that, you're getting rid of Ghost.
1: Okay. So, I think it, you give me Subban and Provorov and Niskanen and Sanheim as a top okay. four. Morin right. and Myers and Haig can battle it out for the bottom pair. I am more than okay with that. Subban is a better Ghost, in my opinion. No knock on Ghost. Ghost is great, but Subban is better. Right. Yeah, no.
0: You're not going to get any argument from me. I just think that whatever other addition he does on the blue line is going to involve a a big subtraction.
1: Here's the thing with that is that Nashville wants cap relief. And Mm -hmm. Ghost is making half, literally half of what Subban is making. That would save Nashville $4.5 million. You factor in the 11th overall pick, which I'm sure Nashville would appreciate – as would any team for that matter. And then maybe a higher end prospect, someone that you might not assign to an ELC yet, like a Lashinsky or an Allison, you know, maybe they don't view them in as high of a regard as we do, but that's kind of like the icing on the cake, you know? Maybe throw in another pick, a second, third, fourth, whatever it may take. But I really think that's the deal that you got to look for because Truba doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that's going to stay in Philly long term. I think it's all about Jacob Truba, and then Spurgeon. I'm just I haven't fallen in love with the guy. You know, yeah, I'm I'm the same way. I'm meh on him. You know, right? So I I don't think Fletcher's done. I is it realistic that he acquires Subban? Somewhat. Is it likely? Maybe not. But that's my pipe dream. I guess you will if you will. I just I
0: think that if he decides to do something else, it's that he's not happy with the bottom pairing that he still needs somebody older to make that bottom pairing better. Like if he's just not sold on like a Myers Moran or
1: Hague type deal, he apparently is pretty high on Myers from what I've read as he should be. Yeah, any coach should be really except he's a general manager. You got me there. Hold on a second.
0: Wait.
1: There's that womp (laughs) womp. Funny sound effects, guys. We've got them. But (laughs) anyways, I think that, you know, people have been clamoring like, oh, getting rid of McDonald is like getting rid of one of the coach's favorite toys. It's like, how the hell do we know that McDonald would have been a favorite toy for Vino? Like, that's
0: stupid. People are idiots.
1: Yeah, that's very common amongst Flyers' Twitter. Um, Right. But really, to cap everything off, we all know what's happened. Gudis is a Washington capital. Matt Niskanen is a Philadelphia Flyer. The Flyers are retaining 30% of Gudis' salary. And finally, as we've all seen, as we've all rejoiced in, McDonald is gone. Yep. So, you know, there's really, I mean, is there anything else you think that we need to touch on with these two guys or with these two moves, I guess we should say?
0: One more thing. Is uh, Andrew McDonald going to get signed by someone else?
1: Absolutely. I really think he will. If it's not an NHL role, he'll be a solid, he'll be like a TJ Brennan, I guess you could say, like that veteran guy in the AHL that leads the blue line.
0: Right, like a one-year, two-mil type deal.
1: Yeah, a prove-it deal, because let's be honest, he's still getting paid right now by the Flyers, so he doesn't right. need to take a big deal. You know, nope. he's fine. Yeah. I
0: mean, I guess the only other thing is we're just waiting on Kevin Hayes, right?
1: Yeah, the Hayes situation, there's so many things flying around, the Bruins and the Rangers, and it's like, dude, don't ever, don't believe rumors like this. These are no. rumors that are being made up, and I'm sure I wouldn't be surprised if his agent was behind some of these to try to boost up what he can get his client. That's what he's supposed to do. That's his job. Yep. You know, as is our job to sit here and complain about it. <laughs> but, yeah. I, you know, realistically, I mean, what do you think? What, do you, what would you pay Hayes? Six. Six over four. I'd ideally like to do that. I just think that what killed this for me was when the Islanders re-signed Brock Nelson to that, was it 6 by $36 million? Yeah, I think so. Hayes is probably looking at that saying, man, I'm better than that. And he's going to want more. And his agent is going to play the game. He's going to keep going. He's going to keep throwing this stuff out. It's throwing crap against the wall until it sticks. Right. Um, well if
0: he wants much more than that, then you know, you just say so long farewell at Vita Zane, baby.
1: Adios, pal.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I do ultimately do you think the Flyers sign Hayes?
0: I just feel like it would be crappy if they don't, so I'm gonna go, yeah, they will. But I don't know, man.
1: It's in in a vacuum, it's a low risk move. A fifth rounder for negotiating rights for an extra two weeks for this guy. Right. I'm not uh, upset about missing out on a fifth round pick.
0: No, no. I mean, I completely agree with the trade, but it doesn't change the way I feel about, you know, signing him. I still don't want to give him the sun and the moon and the stars.
1: Yeah, this guy should not be making 7-8 million dollars a year. I am sorry. Like, that's just I'll stand by that. I right. really
0: and if he if he feels like he can, make sure it's elsewhere.
1: Yeah, where that team regrets it and the Flyers don't.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you man, I would much rather just take a flyer on um Nolan Patrick being the 2C than overpaying somebody like Kevin Hayes.
1: And that, I've seen that people want to people are a lot of people are like we want Kadri, we want Kadri. Kadri's not a 2C in my opinion. Kadri's an idiot. Yeah, and that's another guy we're just replacing Gudis with Kadri, like with as if speaking of Goonery, right. Yeah, I keep Nazem Qadri north of the border, in my opinion, or somewhere other than Philadelphia.
0: (laughs) But, all right, man, I mean, I guess the last thing we should do is plug what we're going to do tomorrow. Yeah, you
1: folks are in for a treat. Not only are you going to get the expert insight from John Gove and his (laughs) 31-pick mock draft, you are also going to get the first-ever Bob draft. This is not Ooh. a mock draft. This is a Bob draft. I'm the renaming draft.
0: it. You better make sure Bob McKenzie didn't do that because I'm not looking to get sued by TNF, TFN.
1: This one's got two B's. It's B O B B, not B O B. So, gotcha. you know,
0: just emphasize the B a little bit more. It's the
1: Bobba draft. <laughs> we'll call Bob. it the Bobba draft. Um, the
0: Bobba draft.
1: We have spent the past what two three weeks now. Something yeah. Like that? Researching. And looking up scouting reports, checking our little black books, John's little black book, really, um, just reading up on the guys that are projected to go in the first round, some that, you know, may go early in the second round, could be potential late first rounders. We're putting these drafts together. It's going to be interesting. There's going to be a lot of talking points, but ultimately we've got two mock drafts set for you that are coming out Tuesday morning, late Monday night, depending on when you would listen to us. Um... Feedback is always welcome and where we would like that feedback would be at iTunes. Please feel free to run over to iTunes and write us a review. We've got a few glowing reviews, but there's never too many. No. Uh, yeah, We We've got
0: know. we got two. We got two glowing reviews and one that was done after the first episode I'm still yeah. bitter about that.
1: Yeah, Feeney jumped the gun a bit, but he also did come to us and apologize, somewhat apologize. He's like, you know what, I like you guys, and I'm like, I like you too, Publi- now fix it. Public,
0: public apology. I don't care about private stuff, it doesn't help anything.
1: Yeah. Contact us and come on the show and apologize to the people. <laughs> we need it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but regardless, the next episode is going to be one that you... Do not want to miss. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a great time with it. Talking prospects and what the Flyers might do at number 11 if they decide to stand pat. But until then, for another 24 hours, John, where can we find you on Twitter, on social media, my friend?
0: You can find me at John P. Gove. All of my articles are at Philly Sports Network. And uh, you can also find me here.
1: And you can find me as well on Twitter at PuckBobPSN. I write, I do this, I tweet out dumb stuff, which you guys apparently like, I don't get why, but regardless, <laughs> folks, the this little, is... The little, the little Marsh videos are really funny. That guy kills me. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> I've caught myself multiple times rolling on the floor laughing at those videos. I, I die every time. <laughs> um, He's just not taking that Game 7 loss very well, in my opinion.
0: I don't blame him.
1: <laughs> yeah, I get it, but like... Side note real quick, and I won't go long, I promise. Oh, here we go. Three nights ago, I had a very vivid dream. (laughs) I was playing on the Philadelphia Flyers, and Mm. I won a Stanley Cup, and I got to take it to my hometown. Folks, if that's not something to look forward to, I don't know what is. (laughs) That was it? That's the dream? That's it. I won the Stanley Cup, and I got to hold it up, and I was just like, like every other guy on the St. Blue on the St. Louis Blues, I was like, "F yeah, I want it, yeah,"
0: you know. I I loved I loved um what the hell was his name Hull Bobby Hull.
1: Oh God, Brett Hull, just Brett Hull,
0: piss drunk. We he,
1: are Blues. <laughs> that man. Is having the time of his life right now, and more power to him! <laughs> right, he's just got an excuse for his drinking problem now. That dude, do you see the picture of him like standing or sitting along the boards with his like fingers just rubbing his nipples? Yeah, have you seen that photo? That oh, yeah. that's amazing. That's like anytime anybody ever comes at me on Twitter, I'm going to save that and just put it there. And like the SpongeBob ones, where like every other letter is capitalized, like I'm just going right. to be like. Quoting that person and then just a picture of Brett Hall rubbing his nips. (laughs) (laughs) But, Folks, we digress way too much here. Um, (laughs) This has been the Street Bullies and your quote-unquote emergency episode with Gudis being traded for Niskanen and Andrew McDonald finally being bought out. Until tomorrow, for 24 hours, you're going to have to go with just this episode until the mock drafts. But folks, have a wonderful day ahead and a wonderful night. Yep, happy Father's Day. Bye now.